Are the kids Are the in kids bed? Kids bed? Kids it's the Naked Dads Review. review. Welcome to the Naked Dads Review. We are back after a long absence. Uh, we're in the pub. I'm Gareth, and I read to uh, two kids, one stinky, one less stinky. And I definitely heard the word laurel. That's interesting, because I too heard the word laurel. Um, um, whereas everyone else in my family went yanny. Oh, oh screw them. Or screw, screw them, therefore screw I no longer your, speak to Screw any. your lady dad and kids. I, <laughs> I, speak, I no longer speak to my lady dad or kids because of that. So, But... Before that, I was reading to um, two semi-stinky kids myself. <laughs> one age seven, one age five. Wow, that's our resume. We are here to um, review books um, in a sort of knackered dadsy way, because we're both kind of knackered dads. And, um, yeah, here's the news. Dan, um, I've got some interesting news this week. Oh, well, um, please, please do enlighten me. I, I will, I'll go first. Um, Puffin, the, the famous books not that oh, not I thought you were accusing me of something <laughs> <laughs> yes not, not for a while um, Puffin the, the book the bookseller has has done a deal with um, Puffin pi- the bookseller <laughs> Puffin the bookseller like Spliffy that's a euphemism that's in the Profanosaurus this year actually <laughs> um, no Puffin the bookseller the publisher has done a deal with Peter Express to give away 700,000 free books to kids right on proviso well, that they buy a yeah, on the board bu- season. Exactly, pizza, yeah. yeah. Deep dish, thick crust, mm-hmm. uh, cheese filled monstrosity. Um, but oh, that, there you go, they've just gone and shown your ignorance of Pizza Express. <laughs> I think, if anything, they are, they're known for their thin bases. Oh, really? Okay, they're a thin base operation. They are a thin base operation. Okay, well, fine, fine. Okay, so basically, they're going to give kids what eat pizzas free books. What do we think about this? Are the books pizza-related? Um, no, they're not. They're by... Well, there's kind of a list of really interesting authors. There's um, Terry Pratchett, Julia Donaldson, Jeff Kinney. P- Peter Express. <laughs> Peter? Oh. <laughs> Ultimately, this is going to make sure that kids have books, right? And if they're pizza-chomping, they're going to be they're going to be largely sedentary, so they'll have time to read them as well. Uh, yeah, OK. But I don't really see the correlation. Because kid, kids can get books from other places than Pizza Express. <laughs> uh, well, all right. More traditional places, for example, a bookshop or a library. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I, libraries aren't as popular as fast food outlets. No, you, you, you don't get a family booking in a library very often, I don't think. I thought you were going to say a family bucket in a library. <laughs> a fa- well, you know what? Maybe libraries should start giving away pizzas to, fight back, to win back vital market share. The Pizza Hut of, of cruelly... That, that would be the way. Yeah. People aren't going to go to Pizza Express for the books. No. Whereas people would go to a library for the pizza. Ah, okay. So they're missing a trip. Maybe Pizza Express needs to start s- set up a chain of libraries throughout the United Kingdom. No, that's, that's the wrong way. Basically, the local authorities need to have a trail of um, <laughs> Haribo sweets going oh. all the way through the doors of the local library. Hang on, a trail of sweets to entice children to... Isn't that sort of Hansel and Gretel talk? Yeah, make area? a library out of gingerbread. Right. <laughs> Okay. Near, With near. big pizza ovens. <laughs> yeah, lure okay. them in, and once they're get them reading. Put them in a cage and get them reading. Well, you have it. <laughs> you have it there. <laughs> Excellent. So, Gareth, I'm not sure if you are aware of what's going on stateside. 
Do you mean the United States? I mean the United States. No, I'm not. I, I'm, I'm entirely unaware of what nightmares going on over there at the moment. Well, there, there is a man uh, named Donald Trump, but um, behind him, right, there's a man named Mike Pence. Okay. And behind him, ah. there is a bunny rabbit. Is this a euphemism? This is not a euphemism. Right. I'm being completely literal here because um, the Vice President Mike Pence's daughter mm. has a very large bunny rabbit called um, Marlon Bundy? Marlon Bundo. Ma- Marlon Bundo. Marlon Bundo. Is that a play on Ted Mar- Bundy? No. <laughs> <laughs> is that, no, is that a play on Marlon Brando? It is, yeah. Right. Marlon okay. Bundo. Um, yeah. yeah. Anyway, she okay. has a. Right. I think she. 11, 12, 13, who knows. Um, she has um, used her position as daughter of the Vice President to write a book about um, Marlon Bundo. Bundo, her rabbit. Does he get up to all sorts? Because Marlon Bundo, I mean, how, how similar is Marlon Bundo to Marlon Bundo? <laughs> Very he, similar, they don't have the same views on abortion. Did he screw Richard Pryor, for example, at any point? <laughs> Which the Quincy Jones interview is apparently um, there was some sort of relationship. Allegedly, uh, allegedly. No, I think I think it's been confirmed by um, Richard Pryor's ex-wife. Okay. Well, Marlon Brando famously sort of bisexual and would you know kind of have a go on and then move. Is Marlon Brando well, the same? Well, well, he's a rabbit, so presumably so. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, that's that's. that's but uh, I imagine Mike Pence's Vice... daughter bringing that sort of yeah, you know, same-sex like... relationship with bunnies into. <laughs> Like Marlon Bundo's um, owner, uh-huh. I imagine he harbours quite right wing views. Hey, Dads fans, just a quick edit as the barman started talking really loudly and spoke over Dan when Dan was saying that John Oliver, UK comic, has also brought out a copy of the book. Anyway, over to you, Dan. So essentially, you have two battling factions um, yeah. of bunny books. Right. One very. The government one and then the, the government John Oliver one. Everything's good on the, yeah. the lawn of the White House and the. <laughs> I'm Which is quite bunny. a thing to say to a rabbit, really. <laughs> Do what you want on the lawn of the White House. <laughs> as long as it doesn't involve um, have to move sexual heart. relations sure. with a fellow rabbit. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah so those, that, that's the situation in America today. Okay, well that's, that's, that's wonderful news. I mean, wonderful. forget about wars in Iran and South Korea and such, but um, it's all no, that news. No, and, and you know, yeah, embassies being built and people getting <laughs> shot as a result and all that stuff. Yeah, let's, let's just, just let's focus on the buddy books. <laughs> Okay, so time for the main book review, and uh, this week, Dan, we are doing The Giving Tree by Shel Silverstein. Um, Dan, can you give us a brief overview of the book, not spoiling it for those who might have to read it, to their kids? Well, it's, there's a boy, yeah. there's a tree. That is minimalist, I like it. <laughs> the boy <Yeah>. grows up, <laughs> right. the tree grows up, Yeah. the boy uses the tree, he yeah. takes from the tree, Yeah. the tree gives and gives and gives. Till it hurts. Well, until it's essentially no longer a tree. Yeah, until it's just a stump. Yeah, so that's the, the, um, the, the, the guy who wrote it. He did the words and the pictures. The pictures are kind of scratchy, uh, weird cartoons. Um, they're kind of awkward to look at, I think, Dan. Is that, is that fair? But they all remind me of Pigpen from the Snoopy. Well, sure, yeah, yeah. Not something necessarily for, for younger kids like mine. Um, Dan, you've got some old kids. What do they think of it? They like it, but um, okay. they're kind of quite quiet as I read it to them, which is surprising because they're never quiet. So I think there's, <laughs> a, there's, there's, there's this sort of abstract fear running through them yeah. as I read the story. And I can feel it myself because it's, it's very um, uncomfortable. It's very yeah. disconcerting. And I'm not quite sure why. 
Well, look, I've got the original version of the book, and I'm going to do an experiment now, uh, listeners, because Dan hasn't seen this version of the book, and what I'm going to do, um, there's, a, there's a photo of the author on the back of the book, and I'm going to show it to Dan now, and we're going to see how he reacts, and whether the underlying fear that his kids uh, have about the book, whether, that's, whether that comes from anywhere. Okay, so Dan, so tell me how to prepare here. Shall I close my eyes, or are you just going to flip it around? I'm going to turn it around. Okay, so three, two, one... <laughs> oh god I, uh, wow okay i was i was gonna say for laughs that he's got his cock out but um i don't even need to say that no it's terrifying isn't he's it? absolutely terrifying um for, so for readers who will post a picture of of yeah, shell silverstein yeah, that, yeah. When, when i hear the name shell silverstein i kind of Imagine old Hasidic Jew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah kind of harmless, friendly, maybe dressed Whereas in black. What we're looking at. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's. He looks like a radicalised version of my brother-in-law. That doesn't help. That readers. doesn't help anyone. Yeah. <laughs> but um, he's got a beard. He's he's a bald fella. He's got some impressive eyebrows, and it's just the darkest photo in the world, isn't it? It's I mean, as if there was a third Mitchell brother who um, <laughs> yeah. joined some Peggy's sort of Muslim extremist son. group. It's <laughs> like a uh, radicalised Mitchell. Yes, a Mitchell. Yeah, terrifying. Utterly, utterly terrifying. He's American as well and he's got awful teeth, which yeah. worries me because yeah. They, yeah. Americans don't do that. Now, this version of the this photograph... And he's got his cock out. <laughs> he hasn't got his cock well, out. Well, we can't see the full photo, but I imagine... <laughs> I imagine he's just uh, wearing a yeah, collar. That's he's just it. wearing a, a, shirt, no, a very but, short shirt with his but cock out. this photo, importantly, is mentioned in other books. In Diary of a Wimpy Kid, the dad at one point threatens the younger, younger kid that he's going to show him this photo <laughs> on the back of the giving tree. To, so he's quiet. It's terrifying. I no? wonder when it was taken. I, I, I assume it was in an age before Just after it was captured, I think. <laughs> <laughs> But it was an age before digital photography. You're not going to take more than one because you're not going to waste the film. So no, um, no, sure. <laughs> In an era of lithographs or whatever, this is this is uh, stood the test of time. Um, what do you think of the book, Dan? The story. I, mean, I can't really think of anything else apart from his terrorising gaze. <laughs> okay, um, now so now I'm trying. Because here's the thing: this is a rarity for the um, Nakadaz review. I don't really like it. Ooh. I think it's hugely mean spirited, and I, 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 the underlying message is seems to be like. Take, 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 take. Uh, there's lots of different interpretations um, on the internet about what the meaning of this book is. Because basically the tree gives of itself to this boy whenever he wants it and gets nothing in return. And, you know, there's different takes on, on what that means. Are some of these religious takes, perchance? Uh, yeah, there's a few religious ones. There's a few sort of... Um, God gives, 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 yeah, gives, yeah, and yeah. then you cut him off and eat his Yeah, that's yeah. that sort of... Although God, he wasn't quite a such a fan of people eating fruit was he he had some really rather that's draconian punishments for, for women <laughs> I believe that's true yeah don't touch his apples yeah exactly but no and the other other takes I've read of this is like the unconditional this book is basically about the unconditional love of the parent and then it will keep giving and keep giving and the children will keep taking and taking until the parent is dead and buried pretty much that's yeah lovely, it's, it? it's I mean it's, it's I think it's really mean spirited and I, I don't enjoy reading it. Well, maybe I'm more mean-spirited in nature. I really <laughs> okay. enjoy reading it. But um, okay, your, your views very much reflect the views of my seven-year-old. Ah, um, right, okay. I mean, he, he I've probably, always liked your seven-year-old. He probably <laughs> expresses himself slightly better. Right, but, um, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. He, he doesn't quite... He kind of sees the disparity between the kid 
or the adult he becomes, um, what he takes from the tree and what the tree gets back in return because the tree gets back to fuck all. Yeah, it's absolutely um, nothing. Yeah. Um, and he, he kind of sees that that's not fair and he doesn't quite get it. Yeah. I don't quite get it. I'm not really sure how to explain that. But I, you like I kind it. of like the mystery there. I like the fact that it's, it's not, um, not clear-cut. It's not cheerful. Okay. And yet at the same time, it's not... It's not depressing. No one, no one, well, people get old. There's the age side of it. No one dies, or no one sort of. Um, it's a gets kids' buggered book. by a rabbit. No, sure. No, there's no rabbit buggering. It's a kids' book for adults, isn't it? I mean, it's it's it's. Aren't they? Aren't they the best ones? Well, no. I think in this case, no, because there's nothing the kids engage with other than weird drawings of like people lying next to trees or demanding yeah, stuff from trees. Shuts them up and makes them go to sleep, doesn't it? Well, there is that. Gives them there is that. Yeah. Nightmares. Yes. It's quite a it's quite a long story though if if we're talking about getting kids to sleep book and giving them special nightmares. Well, I just cut the middle bit out. It's, here's a kid, he eats an apple. Oh look, here's an old man and he's sitting on a stump. Yeah, <laughs> make it. up the middle for yourself. Um, no, I, I am very uncomfortable with it, but I like it. Okay, fine. Well, I, I dislike it. I, I, think, I think the drawings are disconcerting and the the writing is um, it's kind of harsh and, and abrupt and. Um, yeah, not not my favourite book, but I mean, you know, clearly it stood the test of time. It was written in the sixties. Uh, you're not alone. Oh, really? Ah, uh, I mean, um, what do the good people of Amazon say? <laughs> the good people of, that, of the Amazon. The Amazon. Yeah. Sure. Um, overall, it was kind of four point eight out of five, which okay, is good. which is pretty good. But there there is that sort of six percent one star. Um, <laughs> we are the six section. Sure. Just some of them, like Leslie A, one star headline. Sad. <laughs> I found this book extremely depressing. Okay. <laughs> and then it just sort of tails off, so who knows oh. what happens then. Was it sad as in sad? Like all caps? No, I think it was actually sad oh, as sick. in. Well, it is Mental Health Week this week, so. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, okay. Uh, um, Go well, on. Okay, but then, you know, uh, Diana. Oh, yeah. too soon. <laughs> too soon. What with her boy getting hitched this weekend as well? <laughs> Diana, um, the People's Princess. Yes. Once again, one star. Yeah. Um, my five-year-old and I don't like this book. We aren't sure why. <laughs> That's the thing. Well, there you go. Not to sure why. Yeah. To us, it was sad and lonely. Yeah. Really Instead sad. of getting a message of kindness, I see selfish people and yeah. trees yeah. that need a better friend. Yeah. Well, Diana. Get fucking used to it. That's the way the world runs. <laughs> wow, the bleak realism. Dan's bleak realism is coming through again. That's amazing. Oh, but uh, apparently Diana's child um, presumes to be Prince Harry. Sure. <laughs> what does Hazel say? He only let me read it to... Oh, no, she, sorry. Prince uh, Har- Harriet. Yes. <laughs> she only let me read it to her once, and she won't go back to it. Yeah, I, I can see that with kids. I mean, my, my son, he, we read it, you know, on and off, but... I can see certainly kids being put off by that. It to be honest, this, this child is what the alt-right would call a cuck snowflake. Um, <laughs> keep in mind, she was very sensitive. This showed when we read Hungry Caterpillar before she was one. She would make us skip the page where the caterpillar had a tummy ache. What a fucking pussy. <laughs> wow, strong words. Strong, pointless words for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, um, Arthur Iyer wrote on March the 18th, yes. 2018, oh. 
up to date. A horrible story of an abusive relationship. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Do, 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 do you see that? Do you see it as an abusive relationship? Uh, totally. Yeah. The the, the the kid takes the, the kid as he grows up takes 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 from the train. I mean, there's obviously there's some of the other interpretation I was reading was it's like taking from the environment and it's an environmental message and stuff like that. But it's. But then yeah. have a look at that photo of Shel Silverstein, Silverstein again. Right. Um, that's, if you were in a relationship with him, would you think it would be a, a fair, equal one? Or <laughs> to be honest, you, you only get of... into a relationship with someone who looks like that if you're after a bit of abuse, though. He's, oh, that's terrifying. Oh, yeah. Can I just recommend scrapping this podcast and staring at this photo yeah. for 25 minutes? Yeah. Because Don't buy the hard copy version of this book if you are going to buy it. I, I'm, saying, I'm suggesting you shouldn't buy this book. And Dan, I think you probably are suggesting that they should. I think you should. And the, the, the back cover is just... It's, it's tipped it for me. Um, <laughs> That's done it, has it, right? I mean, I'm a fan of horror and um, <laughs> death and... <laughs> And war, and he's got a, he's got quite a neat beard, neat, neater than your beard. It's far neater than mine. I'm quite jealous of the beard. I'm not yeah. jealous of his teeth though. No, mm. Shell Snaggletooth Silverstein. I do think he is overcompensating on his beard to to make up for the lack of hair on the top of his head. But okay, well, Shell is he dead? Um, inside, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, it's it's a mixed review from the Naked Dads, I think. It's, it's, yeah, I'm saying no, Dan. What are you saying? Saying, yeah, why the fuck not? Just, yeah, get out of your comfort zone. Get out of your box. <laughs> okay, well, so that traumatic review over. Um, Dan, it's time to turn to... Uh, well, I'll let the music introduce it. Okay, so uh, last time we got together, we did uh, our Mr. Mano y Mano, and it was, we did Mr. Snow versus Mr. Silly, um, and the good people of Twitter, Dan, did you see the result? Go on, enlighten me. Right, it was a tie. Yeah. We had 214 votes, 107 each way. <laughs> Utterly pointless. You people are fucking idiots. What have you done? It's always the pick is Mr. Snow or Mr. Silly, and you basically arranged it that it's a tie. So we don't know who's better. We don't know who's better, Mr. Snow or Mr. Snow. So I think, possibly, Mr. Mano, E. Mano, needs to be um, temporarily retired. Temporarily. We'll, we'll take it off the table for this week. And maybe we'll do, a, like, a review of, of the Mr. Men books. Maybe we could do a Little Miss Mano. Oh, <laughs> there we go. We'll do one for the chicks next time. Maybe. Yeah, for the lady dads. Yeah, yeah we'll do some girl-on-girl action um, next time. That's, that's something, something that's, for the lady to have. That's how we're going to get the votes up, isn't it? Yeah, sure, yeah. sure. Me alluding to <laughs> all sorts. <laughs> Little bit strap on. <laughs> oh, so juvenile. Okay, well, it's just about time for us to wrap up for this, this time around. Um, Dan, we have... Oh, go on. You've raised your finger. I have raised my finger. That's just the reflex action. Um, I believe there was some sort of Twitter news. Yes, there was Twitter news. We had um, from uh, Alexander's Books get in touch with us. And asked, Alexander's Books? Yeah, it's a publishing company. Uh, I think they're an internet-only publishing company. Do they give out pizza as well? Uh, no, no, they don't. I'm Maybe they should. Um, well, yeah, they got in touch with us through uh, Twitter, which is at knackeddads. At knackeddads. Yes. Is it? No, it's at Knackered Dads. Our Gmail is at no, it's Knackered Dads Review at gmail.com. But our Twitter handle is 
Act oh. like it does, I'm pretty sure. We don't do this very often, I'll be honest. Um, anyway, so someone got in touch on Twitter, and um, and they are, oh, well, it says Alex's children's books, but it's A-L-E children's books. Children's, A-L's children's yeah, books. Children, free beer with every book. Yeah, free beer with every book. They guarantee that, so yeah, get in touch with them. Um, they asked us to review um, a book called uh, Denzel and Abby. It's a colourful picture book, a uh, story that uh, revolves around hip-hop, reggae and classical music. Dan, your bag or not? Sorry, hip-hop, reggae and classical music. Yeah, exactly. Denzel and Abby. Denzel and Abby, yeah. I'm well up for reviews. Yeah, it <laughs> looks really good. There's a little video on, on, on YouTube and it's clearly a, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's not a professional publication. Uh, Is it done in rap? Uh, no, there's no actual music, but there's there's drawings and it's kind of sort of animated. Are there words over? Um, no, it's just the advert on Twi- on sorry on YouTube at the moment. So, um, but I mean, there, there must be some words in the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what we're going to do? We're going to ask. Um, so we're going to ask Alexander's Books for a copy of it, and hopefully when they send it to us, we can uh, do a review of that book. It sounds great. As a as a as a hater of hip hop, reggae, and classical music, <laughs> I'm actually really looking forward uh, to having a look at this. Yeah, no, I think it will be good. I think you know. I mean, I I I watch Rasta Mouse. It's, it's it's fine. I can I can do that. I can. I don't know anything about classical music, but hip hop's quite good. Some hip hop, not Kanye West. He's mental. <laughs> yeah, no, he's absolutely mental. I tried to defend him there, but he's a cunt. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I think. Well, so we'll, we'll watch this space, and we will review that when it arrives. Um, for the Knackered Dad's review this week, I think that's about it. So we'll see you next time.